0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Okay. Sissoko finally waited. Erickson low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez, Lucas Moura. And belted into the rear, brilliant goal. On debut, Tongue Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Aurier! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! First to saw Kane. Good area for Spurs. A case not afraid to shoot. Wow! What a goal, Hurricane! That is exceptional. Lamella, will try and place it. Wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. Terry in the Burnley backline. Son breaks forward. Oh wow! What a run, Yamin son from inside his own half has scored. One of the best goals of his Spurs career.
2: Evening, folks. Uh, welcome back to another live stream. It's been a turbulent week, and that's putting it mildly. Um, we went from six last week, all smiling faces, to to three, three, de- three dejected faces. Um, so it just tells you what kind of week we're we're having. Um, the week's not over. Can you imagine the the, the nightmare behind that? Uh, Yao, how you doing, man? I know you said that you're not going to speak this week, but we're going to get some words out of you because you being quiet on a pod is mythical, to say the least. Speak then. We said
3: hello. (laughs) Uh, I would like to say that I'm on the podcast mainly to fulfil my contractual obligations. I've been forced against my will uh, by my Touchline brothers uh, and for the next 45 minutes... I shall be speaking under duress uh <laughs> would that be said uh levy paratici they all need to be deleted
2: okay good words good words uh owen how you doing man what are you saying
0: yeah yeah good um good obviously sure? went to bed um with a certain amount of news didn't feel too bad and um woke up this morning with some new news that kind of set in over the day and um i've accepted that i've just woken up from a nap and um yeah i think it's all kind of sunk in now and yeah i'm content i'm still good i'm still good
2: okay okay let's see let's see how that 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 lasts as we get through this pod like i said it's it's been a pretty dismal week uh, in football for us Spurs fans. Um if you live under a rock and didn't realise we got our asses handed to us by Chelsea on the weekend. A fixture that was billed as a game that we we had to go there and leave with something were to, were to Denzel. Um, and we left with absolutely nothing. Um, I don't really want to spend too much time talking about Chelsea because I think the main point of this pod, this week's pod, and probably next week's pod, is to talk in depth about the moving, the, the move, the, the in, the ins and outs in the transfer window. Um, of course, this week we're going to be talking about links and what looks like it could happen in theory on both ends. Next week we'll be talking about what actually happened, but to give a little bit of time on Chelsea. Um, yeah, I wanted to, to to just pick your brains about this as well. Um a lot of people were saying that Antonio Conte went negative. A lot of people are saying that he threw the game for Spurs apparently. Um do you echo those thoughts when you saw the lineup that was
3: um unveiled on Sunday before the game? Um the lineup is the lineup. We don't really have a great team. There's not really much um we can do about the lineup. But um for this game, or should I say the last three games against Chelsea, uh Antonio Conte, uh through some sources uh, that I can't reveal, uh does listen to this podcast, so he should hear my words. Um the light is on. The light is solely on. Antonio Conte. I need to understand.
2: No, I'm putting this guy on
1: mute.
3: I I, I need to put this guy on (laughs) mute. I need to understand how three performances against Chelsea have all looked the same horrifically. I I just need to understand. Um, Does he hold blame for those three defeats, especially the one that we had last week? Why? Why? You know, I feel certain other managers, they'll be holding heat right now. But Antonio Conte might be having a bit of love so people don't want to, you know, throw some fire on him. We know the players are crap. We've known the players have been crap for like three seasons. That's nothing new, you know. Did he go there with a plan to sit? And I know people are going to be like, oh, but, you know, it looked decent in the first. It looked horrible for 90 minutes. Yeah, don't fool yourself. Yeah, don't fool yourself and think at any point that game was good in any way, shape or form that game was horrible the goal that they scored was inevitable even though it was a great goal the win that they got was inevitable if we had walked out of that game playing the way we did with something there would have been no celebration by me that performance stunk stunk worse than a baby that just pooed in it's nappy it was foul okay interesting
2: um before i give my take uh, owen what were your thoughts on um how the game actually transpired then um and what are your sort of general thoughts to the comments that conte could have done more because um i look at the team the three players that were fit but were omitted from the squad were presumably three players that the club have been trying to get rid of slash have initiated moves to get rid of in the Celso's case. Um I mm-hmm. did injuries as well. Um Sun Young Min, our most informal attacker this season, if you can call it form, Um ruled out with injury. Um Romero been out since November. Um and then a couple of players from that dramatic win against Leicester were deemed not fit enough to, to, to start because they had niggling knocks. So, yeah. Um, do, do any of those points sort of factor in into your opinion of how the game transpired, or are you in the same camp um, where you, you feel like Conte could have done more and the team could have done more?
0: Well, yeah, no. I'm um, you touched upon the missing players, because even, even if Bergvine was to was to have started, I'm sure that would have made a bit of a difference. Um I think he, he made a decent tweak to to the team with the plays he did have. Um but yeah no there's not much more we, we're just a much worse team a far worse team than what Chelsea have. That's the reality of it. Um with us not being able to do much about it um we'll we'll get into that as of now, I'm sure, but yeah, my expected energy wasn't um high on the game <laughs> whatsoever, to be honest, and it just proved to be we 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 halfed and puffed a little bit, showed a little bit more fight than we did in our other kind of fixtures against Chelsea, but yeah, ultimately they just have a bit more quality, and it was a bit of quality that ended up giving them the lead through Zeek. Um. Yeah, don't really have many complaints.
2: Yeah, fair. Um, to be honest, I'm, call it biased, but I'm not putting any blame on Antonio Conte for, for that loss. I think, I think the team he put out, he played the best shape from a group of players he had available to start. And I think in the first half, yeah, it wasn't great in terms of build-up. I think we only had maybe three players at a push that were offering anything in terms of any sort of tangible build-up or keeping the ball or actually progressing the ball. Well, um, I'd say well to a decent standard. Um, but yeah, I don't think we offered anything going forward. But the one thing we did offer for going forward, the one time we had a goal that was dubiously disallowed. Um and bottom line, the better team won. Let's just be honest. And, and I don't mean the better team won because they played us off the park, because I don't I don't think they did play us off the park, but they they had a better side and they used their better side to win the game. That's the way I look at it, really and truly. Spurs, we don't win at Stamford Bridge. We were all here looking for a draw, maybe in size case, looking for a chaotic win when he went for the three-two win, but Realistically, with a group of players that he had to to field, two 0 was about right. Um, that's the golfing quality right now, as, as, as painful as that is to say. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really think there's much more to it than that beyond what we are about to discuss, which is the quality of players in the squad. So that brings us quite nicely onto the transfer dealings and brings us onto the state of our piss-poor team. Now, Yao keeps saying that he don't want to talk, he don't want to talk. My brother, you go and talk. You go and talk, because we have to talk about the nonsense that we've seen this week. Again, if you live under a rock and you didn't see or haven't seen what's happened this week, Spurs have basically left it in typical fashion up, up until the last week. And all of a sudden... A target they've identified, the whole window pops up in Luis Diaz. For those who don't know, Luis Diaz has been a long-term target for Liverpool. Of course, Spurs know the price. Spurs know what it takes to to get Porto to accept a bid. And in typical fashion, Spurs offer a low-ball bid. So, I'm going to stop talking about Luis Diaz because I don't want to speak on this anymore because it's going to make my head hot. So, Owen, I want to hear your take on that transfer because um, there's a fair argument to suggest that whether Spurs had moved in earlier for Luis Diaz or whether it was now, as soon as they moved for him, Liverpool would have had their toes up and would have gone in for him straight away. So what's
0: your verdict on
2: how we dealt with that failed transfer?
0: Yeah. um, When I... Laid my head on my pillow last night. I managed to see the good news that it looked like we'd actually met the asking price for Luis Diaz, and it's it's a little bit ironic because with with this particular player, in an individual case, um, given our normal transfer strategy, we're actually more proactive than Liverpool when it actually came to a transfer um managed to put the money up late last night and then when i woke up this morning uh, we obviously got their tays up then and they kind of swooped him. they they essentially have a bigger pull they they're in the league team challenging for titles in the champions league and um ultimately he's always going to want to go there over us so even though again i still felt that we were more proactive in this deal than, uh, than the team he's going to end up joining. But, yeah, ultimately we got punished. Yeah. I don't think an earlier bit would have made a difference in this one.
2: Mm, yeah, I actually agree there, but it still does not make the, the blow any less palatable. And I think it still must not let us remove our foot from these people's necks. Because even if Liverpool would have gone in... The, fact, the mere fact that Jonathan Veal reveals that he's a target that we wanted and we are ready to put the money down for beggars beg belief as to why why they wouldn't just go in and offer the money straight away, why they wouldn't just move for the players sooner. Um, Yao, moving off from Luis Diaz, because we will come back to him and just the, the overall transfer policy in a second. Um, Adama Traore, talk to me. What were, we, what were your thoughts on that field transfer? Because a lot of people are saying uh, Adama turned us down and um, Conte wasn't sure on him. Um, he had the offer to go back to his boyhood club and, and so on and so forth. What was your verdict on how the, tra- the, the Adama
3: situation transpired? Okay. This is... When, when you have a supply teacher come into your classroom... And that individual doesn't understand the classroom dynamic, starts saying names incorrectly, gives you guys all different assignments that have nothing to do with what you're supposed to be learning. That teacher gets cussed out for not knowing their crap. You mean to tell me we have tried to sound out a Dharma Traore to play right wing back? And it's only after 27 days we find out he doesn't really want to play that position. You mean to tell me it took you 27 days in the new year to find out if a man wanted to play a converted position that somebody in the club decided he may or may not be good at. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I proudly present to you the fools of Tottenham. These guys are idiots, yeah? I have never in my life seen a club run this badly on the footballing side. And I know people are going to be like, oh, but other clubs get relegated and all that kind of stuff. Big man, they get relegated because they don't have the funds to move forward. Yeah, they don't have the 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 ability to move forward. Apparently, we have the funds. If we go, or if we go, or if what you know gets touted out there. But we went into the market to find a guy who plays right wing, right mid. That's one of his other positions. Uses baby oil to gain an advantage, despite the fact. <laughs> He's built like a bloody brick house. This same guy has produced, I don't know, less goals than assists than Lucas Moura, who some of our fans don't even want at the club. Please, somebody, make it make sense. But here's the slapper. Here's the slapper of all of this. That same winger, slash right, right mid, we're not trying to buy him Or was trying to buy him as a right winger or right mid. No, 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 no. Those stupid idiots in office said, (laughs) hey,
1: this
3: guy can play right wing back. A position that requires you to have some sort of defensive awareness to do such a position. Instead, there was other candidates that actually played their trade. their whole being is that position. But no, we went after the right winger that bench presses 250 pounds and baby oils himself to sleep. We, we went after the right winger to play right wing back. So you mean to tell me, instead of going for Javier Zanetti, I'm giving people footballing knowledge here, yeah, who plays right wing back, we went for... The Nilsson, who, who plays wing forward, that, that's what we did. That, that's what, we, and we told the Nilsson, Betis, the Nilsson, old school, the Nilsson, to go and play right wing back. That, that's, that's what we did. And do you know what happened? After 27 days and rubbing himself down with all the baby oil that he could afford, he then had a great thought. He thought to himself, you know what? I'm going to go to Barcelona. I'm going to go back to Spain. Because, and I'll tell you why, they can't even afford his full wages. People forget Barcelona are broke. They lost Messi. They have no money. Yeah? We were haggling for a right winger to play right wing back. That's what we (coughs) were haggling for a right winger to play right wing back. Ladies and gentlemen, as I've told you before, and I'll tell you again, our club is run by
0: dickheads. Hmm. Facts. Facts. Yes.
3: tax.
1: Um, Interesting
0: start on Barcelona, though. If you think of- our recruitment is bad, and it has been bad, we've still got a few days left. So Barcelona, having signed Brathwaite already, signing a, trauma- a Darmatroy away today, they are an Asambolonga signing away from completing the famous Middlesbrough front three of 2016. I hope they get relegated. They could do it. They can't.
2: And the crazy thing is, Barcelona are in the absolute pits of hell. They are in the pits of hell and they will still see more silverware than we will in the next three to four years.
3: I hope not. They will. I I hope they finish outside the top six in La Liga. We can hope we want brothers. Yeah, we can hope 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 they get relegated. I hope they lose all their stars. I hope they go into liquidation.
2: But you know what? You know what's interesting, though? And because I don't want us to move off these failed transfers quickly, we have to to keep banging the drum because when you actually look at both situations in isolation, it's easy to let them off the hook because Luis Diaz. OK, even if, let's say, Spurs were a serious side that handled their transfers well, let's just say, let's take Spurs out of it and say Leicester, because Leicester recruitment is, in-goings and outgoings are usually quite quite efficient. Let's say Leicester decided to slap the, suck the money down on Luis Diaz and he was interested. And then Liverpool come in. It's going to happen anyway, because Liverpool are a bigger club than Leicester. Liverpool are a bigger club than Spurs. Liverpool and Liverpool are competing for more honors than Leicester and Spurs put together, which is why he wanted to go for a club that are in the Champions League, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So in isolation you will say, "Oh yeah, cool. Ah, uh, Liverpool are in, so he was always going to choose Liverpool." Anyway. And then for a Troy, "Yeah, oh, yeah, in isolation you will say, "Oh, it's his boyhood club." Oh, La Masia hype. Oh, um Barcelona are a bigger club than Spurs, whatever, cool. He didn't want to play right wing back. Conte wasn't sold on him. You can put every excuse in isolation as to why these moves failed and they're plausible. Of course they're plausible. But when you speak about these transfers in the grand scheme of a list of failures from this current hierarchy it makes for painful reading, it's always Spurs. You mean to tell me, like Yao said, that a target that you apparently wanted for so long, you only make a move for him five days before the window shuts? You mean to tell me a right wing back, uh, he's not even a right wing back, he's a poor right winger. You mean to tell me a poor right winger is your solution at right wing back, when you should have just slapped the money down on an actual right wing back who plays for Brighton that the club were reported with having interest in? They wanted, they they want Tarek Lamptey. We've seen the articles. We've seen it confirmed by Alistair Gold. We've seen it confirmed by Gary Jacob. They wanted the right wing back, but no, they go for a bum of a right winger who then goes to Barcelona and turns us down because he doesn't want to play right wing back, apparently.
0: I'm a little bit annoyed. I didn't get to see that as well. I can't even lie. What's that? Adalmatore, right wing back. I don't want to see that. A little bit intrigued on the experiment. I was living now it's not happening. now it's not to... happening. I can't even lie. I'm I'm disappointed. I'm more disappointed than with that, that not... than the Lewis D S transfer, I think.
2: That's that's disgraceful, I mean that's disgraceful. Yeah, I, know.
0: <laughs> I was so intrigued though, man. I was um I didn't even think he'd go into this higher echelon group of players that um he would end up claiming to be a part of from the from the main pod um last week, but Man, if I, I just need to see something different at Ryan moving back because, man, it's, we're starving out it's there.
2: Har- it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. And, and that brings us to our next point as well. So these two players that you've wanted, you've not got. Now, where does that leave us as a club with... What's today's day? Today's the 28th. 29th, 30th, 31st it leaves you with three days left in the window to sign another right wing back, or better yet, to sign a new right wing back, to sign an attacker, to sign a midfielder. Because we all know centre-back isn't a priority this window. They feel they have enough at centre-back to last until the end of the season, and we deal with that in the summer. So really and truly, the additions were either in, in attack, midfield, and the right wing back. If you count that as defense, cool, whatever. So three days left, and now the bum that you wanted that right wing back that we were going to stomach because of Conte, he's he's knocked you back. Who's next?
3: Who's next? Well, Anyone care for any offers? Well, right now we know that um, Emma's ute is is been sent <laughs> off for for <laughs> Brazil, so. You know, he ain't going to be playing in the next few internationals because I, I heard it was a straight red. I didn't even see it. It might have been two yellow, So he's going to miss the next one anyway. But um, you know you know who my suggestion would be? Uh, 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 right wing back. Daniel right. Levy. Yeah. Put him on the pitch. Put him on the bloody pitch. And let's see if this guy knows a thing about football. Seeing as he can't get the job done anywhere else. Yeah, put him on the pitch and let him see if he can take us to the new heights. That bloody <laughs> bastard. Go on, put him on the pitch. How about that? Our new signing should be Daniel. My goodness, why is he at my club? Freaking <laughs> leaving. Put him on the pitch. Let, let, him, let him have some fun. Let him have some fun, the bloody chief. Yeah? Put him on the pitch. That's my <laughs> suggestion.
2: <laughs> I, I'd love to see that egghead at, at right wing back. And that's very hypocritical. Cool coming from another bored person, but I would love to see it nonetheless. Um, just someone, so YG puts in the comments, Marla from Denmark, Danish wingback would be a good option, but
3: nope. as out, Inter
2: into got, got goosens. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, we keep getting bored of this rhetoric that, oh, it's difficult to do business in January, etc 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 It's this, it's that, it's this, it's that. Liverpool wanted Liverpool have been long term admirers of Diaz and within within a day of us reporting interest, not only have they agreed a fee, they re- they're literally on their way to South America as we speak to, to to get this guy to conduct a medical They
3: agreed a lower fee.
2: Yeah. Imagine imagine that. Imagine that a business that's so complicated that we have to take a million years, Liverpool do it in a day and a half.
0: I think Imagine that's been my gripe that. that they sent the officials on Imagine their private that. jet to South America before the fee had even been agreed. That's how you properly try and get business done if you are that serious, which yeah, we we were. We have a private jet which is fresh from Barbados, which we could have used. Oh no, you're not allowed to use that, um, John Lewis. Unfortunately, we <laughs> John Lewis doesn't leave Barbados. He must be crazy. Mm, well, um, losing the islands, yeah. I wish we were more serious with that, for sure. I mean, we've got Hitchin and Paratici doing the they same stink. job. They stink. Keep fraud. Colonized.
2: Fraud. I'm pressing the fraud button on Paratici.
0: Fraud. I'm still calm on Paratici, though.
2: Yao, are you backing me?
0: Listen, let me tell you this right now. I yeah. thought Yao was silent. Uh, no, I'm,
3: I'm not silent normal. I've been hurt. I'm feeling down. I bro. I can't be saying it all. Let me let me say this right now: the light is on Conte, and I don't care what anyone says. It's on, yeah. As for Fabio, nah, Levy is the fraud. Yeah, listen, I, I was gonna no, give no, it to no, Fabio. Been, nah, 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 been, nah, 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 nah.
2: Established that Levy is the fraud. Listen, but, I've seen this guy is a director of football. Damn we, it!
3: Listen, and we've all grown up. Best. We've all grown up long enough, here yeah, to see. When a man has been used as a fool guy. We've all seen certain men snitch on certain people and they go down. I know when a man is being used as a fool guy. It's, it's blatant. Yeah. It's easy to blame Fabio. It's easy to blame that piece of nonsense. It's, don't get it twisted. Yeah. He hasn't done a great job since he's been here. That I'll give you that. Yeah is the full button on? You can put it on. I don't mind. But, but bro, let me tell you this right now. That guy, Daniel Non Jackson Levy, yeah, that guy right there is committing crimes that he's yet to do time for. <laughs> he has to go. And I know I heard some people, you know, murmuring that they're going to protest outside, you know, the freaking training ground on Monday. Listen, save yourself the drama. We all know that you're going to go there and freaking sing Kumbaya. Don't waste our time, please. Please do not waste our time. If you're going there... There's nobody in the
0: streets. There's nobody in the streets. I want buildings
3: burnt if you're going there. I can't show my face because everybody knows I'll I'll lose my head. My head will be gone. I've got family to feed. There's no reason for me to do that. Okay. Well,
0: you go to the protest then, yeah? I can't go. I'm I'm going to try.
2: I'm going to try,
0: but is that when the, the window ends? Monday. Yeah, yeah. Monday. It's okay, I'm it's still calm that. on the situation with Perataju, but but, yeah. but we wait
2: You say you say that he you're not going to give him the forward the Ford stamp here, but like, no, he's done. Listen, he's ultimately he was a big part in Conte coming to the club, and he did help us identify and acquire Romero. The two. Positives, yeah, but in our summer business, we only had two players that were first team ready. One of them is a sack of dog shit right now. He may improve. Yes. He probably will improve because he's twenty two years old. But Emerson is a sack of poo poo right now. He can't even sign ahead of Matt Matthew, as as Dave would say. He can't even sign properly ahead of Matthew. Yeah, despite all his painfully average and not and and his ability to defend better than matthew he can't even shine brighter than matthew right now
0: and yeah
2: on him. and then forget about forget don't let's not forget he wanted to bring in Gattuso in the summer it was only because of the fan outrage that that got put to put put aside to he then brought in nuno fan outrage he's still hiding he still hired him. Yes, we can say that's because maybe Daniel Levy, probably Daniel Levy, did not give Conte the assurances that he needed to get to, to come to our club at that point in time. But that's Getuso, that's Emerson, that's Nuno, man, a man. He, he, for all his well-connected um, agents and pool and this and that. Weston McKinney, with, why Why am I here in ex-Juventus place every single time? As soon as this window started, linked with Weston McKinney. But Juve don't want to get rid of him because I think they, they don't want to sell him this window. Yeah? They don't want to sell him.
0: Yeah, this would be... Western McKinney could have just been fammed out of like, thin air from the media. People putting two and two together because he is a Juve player. priority he used to be director to football at Juve. I think it's natural he's going to end up looking there, here and there, um, which I'm not mad at either, as long as it's not his first point of call just for getting players in. Oh, we need a striker, let's yeah, get him right We need a defender. Da, da, da. But I think in this Morata. window, it hasn't been, though. We we went for a Dalmatroya, We went for Luis Diaz, is in the Portuguese League. If you look at our signings in the summer, um, two from La Liga. And well, one from Syria, which is one of his previous signings in Romero. Fine, uh, Golini, uh, yeah, Syria, but it, what about, it's what not about, like he's keeping Nordy, it one as one dimensional. what about him? Oh, um, what did y'all call him? I'm a bat. Um, yeah, it's Syria again, but this is apparently a Conte uh, player that he's asking for. Apparently. Allegri. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, I, and, I'm not even sure if I buy wait, that. Are you, you're, little, you're talking about this Sofyan, is I, I am a bat. Yeah, yeah,
3: that, bro, Listen,
2: bro, this guy's getting compared to Edu, Edu Gaspar, and we all know how much of a shit director of football he is. Paratishi should not be getting compared to a guy who has not even done even one tenth of what he's done in football. Is the he
0: thing with. With Paratagi as well, though, in the summer, obviously, with the player recruitment side of things, he was asked to sign, I guess, more younger players as part of a project. See, uh, Papasar as well from League One, young player. Um, and then we've we've pretty much all but ditched that when we signed Conte, because we know his player ID is minimum like you're 29, 30 years old or over. Uh, we're going 25 and over this time. But, yeah, it looks like he's had a switch up in the project and he has to rejig all of his ideas and go again in a January window, which is genuinely quite difficult. Um, I think so far, yeah, um, if we can do this still for Kuliszewski and um, another one or two players, then I still think it's a relatively successful January, even without these... um, without these first-choice sidings, which they haven't have to quite but gone a, through. But,
2: but, but that's yeah, a big hypothetical yeah. though,
0: Owen.
3: If... it has to happen. Yeah.
0: But that's they what I mean. Like, we're all panicking. while yeah. we well, still got time in this window. Yeah, like, no, 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 You know these deals have, have fallen there's, through. There's no so we don't have time. We have usually... it's three
1: days.
0: They get criticised for doing and deals let. too late. There's free. We days. get criticised of doing deals too late, usually, right? And... Usually it's because we do try and do deals in the last two days of a window or so. uh, We've we've actually tried to do deals a week before the window, which is pretty much in line with the business that everyone else is trying to do while waiting for player sales, yada, yada. And we're still being proactive three, four days out. No which is an improvement for us no. right it's not, not an improvement, an improvement. i'm not sorry an not and i think oh, we're no. still going to be proactive and um, yeah, I, I mean be, i've been staying oh, off oh, twitter you, you keep,
2: today you keep saying that word proactive i've seen no proactivity
3: in this team you know you know what's funny
1: in,
3: you know what's funny about being proactive yeah Where is big it? man you can you can gyrate all you want in the bed yeah patience if if the if the movement ain't correct Nothing's gonna happen, bro. Yeah, and that's that's all we've been doing. We've just been gyrating in the bed, but nothing's happening. We're not pamming. We're not doing. We're not doing the actual job. Yes, fine. A lot of teams left it late, but here's the breakdown. We said we needed a new right back, possibly a new striker, maybe a centre mid if possible, and maybe a centre back. These were the four positions that were sound out at the beginning of the window. Yeah, so they've probably got a list of players that they've looked at or said, yeah, all right, how can we go about getting this player and so on and so forth. We've now got to the last five days of the window. And for the majority of that week, yeah, we, we sounded out a right winger to try and play right wing back. Yeah. That fell through. Then all of a sudden we took a look at Diaz, who obviously was a great shout. Fantastic. But in us taking a look at him, boom, next thing, you know, Liverpool were like, nah, we're not having that. Came in, and took their guy that they were going to take in the summer. That, that's what they were waiting for. They were waiting for summertime to come and take him, but they're like, nah, if Spurs are trying to come in and take this deal early, we're not having none of that. So that's two that we've missed out on. Uh, Kuvaleski, all right, cool, we'll see. He's another youngster. We don't really know what he will deliver in the league, but he's young, yeah? Th- there's potential. That's, say, the right-wing side. So where is this centre-mid that we were supposed to be looking out for where is this a- actual right wing back that we're supposed to be looking out for, or sounding out, or trying to get? Where is this put a potential centre back, if possible, in the market? And we still got, and this is this is the smacker, yeah, because today, yeah, or in this week, Arsenal have sold half their their club. They sold their 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 freaking soul. They sold their freaking wives. They sold their their childrens. They sold everything. Yeah, Arsenal sold so many players, yeah, that they had none to freaking field out against us. They sold four players. We've still got Endon Bailey. Like PSG have called us and said, hey, this fascio that you're trying to sell to us, yeah he's got a bad attitude. We don't want him and he freaking can't mm-hmm, run. Mm. So they're not even on... Delhi Ali is at home doing freaking TikTok videos because nobody under their damn mind wants <laughs> that you. yeah? You've got freaking Lososo Soso who's getting tired out like a tart to freaking Olympic Lyon. And they're like, mm, we're not too sure because you think that you're going to try and hijack the Bruno. It's a mess! It's an absolute mess, Brigman. There's Listen. nothing to say... Listen. Even if we get two players in by the end of this window. And that is, the if is humongous, big man. It's not even a small if. The if is humongous. Humongous. If we get two players by the end of this window, you need to be very aware that there is a huge and a massive likelihood that we're still going to end this window with Endombele and... Losso and Delhi. I have yet to apologize to my father Ali still in this club. We're finished. And we what makes it worse them. is the, the new signing that they're going to tout to us. The one that they're going to say, hey lads, don't worry. Everything's all fine. The one that they're going to talk to us is Humming Ming Son. They're going to say that's our new signing. I'm telling you that right now. Come 31st, they're going to say he's ready, he's back in training. There's gonna be the press conference and everything. Yeah, I'm back. Get ready, lads.
0: Yeah, the I'm not buying that. To be fair, but can you, we can we fault the club at the moment for trying to get rid of these players? Yes. No. We we I think we, we've ha- been actively trying. We, I, I, we think have, they we,
2: I don't. I don't think they have with Liselso. My my opinion. I don't think they have. I I, I don't think they have with Liselso. I think I, I think if Conte doesn't come in. And give his evaluations on the play. I don't think. I don't think they try and get rid of Celso. My thing is this. I think. I think they'll end up. I think one or two will leave. I think eventually, they've tried with Deli. They've tried. Exactly. But, but I think this is where we need to literally lower our, lower our expectations and let him go with maybe a reduction in the loan fee and us maybe even paying some of his wages. Just
3: get him out the door for now. Just release him. now and, 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 nah, and forget, forget been, all of this. Forget all of this. Trying to get money for him. <laughs> release the you. I promise you, in two years from now, he's gonna be dead. Yeah, he's gonna be in the conference. <laughs> he's finished. Yeah, release him. We don't need the peas. Just get him out of the club. The Guy's dry, bro.
2: My thing is this as well. Um, not just him. So like in Dom, like I, I don't think it's harsh to to ask um, Leon to pay for all of his wages, I mean, not Leon, um, PSG, they can afford it, they can afford it, but look at Martial, case in point, that deal, sorry, I need to remove this weird spammer in the chat, Um, that deal went through because the loan fee that Sevilla were going to pay for Martial, um, they weren't willing to pay the full wages, and Man United said, um, you know what, will use the loan fee that you're willing to pay us. Use that to cover all these wages and, and off you go, off you pop. I don't know what's happening in the boardroom, but Spurs need to start thinking like that because the priority isn't for you to, yes, you want to try and save as much cash as possible, but the priority is to get these players out the door and free up space for the new players coming in. That's the main priority. And another thing that, that, that irks me about doing business so late it used to be, oh we used to be cute, admirable, when we were plucky Spurs who were trying to get into the Champions League and oh you signed Van der Vaart on deadline day. Oh yeah, Wheeler Dealer Harry written that but it used to be it used to be kind of exciting then. Now it is just plain boring. in fact it's not even just boring. Now it's just plain frustrating. Because our squad is actually shit. This squad is rubbish. We can't leave you with three days to go, and you're telling me you still haven't got rid of players, you're telling me players still haven't come in. It's just poor. It is poor, yeah? And the worst thing about leaving your business late is that you don't really have much time to bounce back, assess alternative options, or make alternative moves. When you leave things so late into the window, teams are less willing to sell their prize assets. That's the one, which means if you do sign a player, you're gonna have to overpay, yeah? And number two, if you miss out on a player, there's not much wiggle room. Look at us now with the right wing back. We now have to scramble and look at all the alternative options that we had in our list and try and make these clubs um suitable offers to let their player go so late into the window. Because now it's not just us trying to sign another player. Clubs are going to be thinking, if I sell you this player, how much time does that lead me to replace him? Like people like this is the thing, these are the things that we need to think about. Because that is what's driving me crazy right now. Kulisevsky, de- Kulisevsky could well be a, a, a good alternative. And I actually want the club to sign Kulisevsky. I think he's a baller. I think he's a baller. But again, you're leaving yourselves with three days to get the deal done. We don't even know who the next right-back target is, but you're leaving yourselves three days to get it done. Do you think that's feasible for this club? Big man thing, like... Yeah, do you,
0: do you think it's three days is a long time in the window, man.
2: Yeah, so Hang you can... All right, Owen, let's put money
0: on it. Yeah, let's put I'll money. I'll tell you, on what, it. I'll do better if we don't sign two players. I'll come to the protest with you. Okay, okay. I, I didn't want to put money on it. actually action longer than words. Uh, if we don't sign more than two players, I'll I'll go to the protest. Wait, that's, what, that's, <laughs> that's not what enough. Doing. That's, That's not, not enough. No, no, no. I'm going to add because we were saying that nah, two players was the benchmark a little bit No, no, no. Wait, right. wait, wait. No.
3: I'm going to add on to that. If we don't sign two players, you go to the protest with, with Toads, and you have to throw a brick through a window. Yeah? Yeah. I want anarchy. Yeah? <laughs> Make it happen. You know what? I hope for you, Owen, that we do sign two players and you can rub it all in people's faces. Because I don't want you to throw a brick through the window. I don't want you no. to get on. Yeah, That's but very nice. if you don't, you have to get yourself in trouble. You have to, you have to lose your bloody mind. Yeah, I want windows broken. There, yeah. I think you guys should shake hands and make yeah. that a bet.
0: What was the stipulation of your bet in the Times?
2: No, I was just going to bet for money. That was it. If if uh, if, if we do sign I, two, I, I think I, I actually think Spurs will sign two players. But will it be two players that can actually improve us? No, I actually do. I think I think they'll get this I'm a bat guy or whatever over the line once one, to one <laughs> player, once one player moves well, the, on.
3: The, the bat guy. The bat the, guy,
2: one. yeah. I'm I'm I'm, no. I'm 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 more about Kuliseski. Are Spurs gonna get Kuliseski over the line? Are they gonna do
3: that? I I'll be honest with you. The whole, you know, fam, if we get that Sofia and I'm I'm a bat, yeah. I might, I might call it a a, a day for the season, you know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not watching that crap. I'm not there to. A, a man, he's, he's not even the, the the bat that I thought he was. Yeah, nah, I'm. Nah, it's cool, bruv. If we get him, you mean to tell me our midfield will be hoisin sauce? I'm a bat, and winks. Yeah, now nah, I'm cool, bruv. I I don't I don't need to watch no more football. I don't need to watch no more. I've watched enough football this season anyway. Most of the football stunk, so it's cool, bruv. If that's the guy we're gonna be getting, it's alright, bruv. I, I don't, I don't need any more.
2: I think we need to talk about this one, though, to just to close it off. Um, Kulusevski. Sorry, these spammers are insane. What the hell?
3: You got some real love here, bruv.
2: Bruv, it's crazy it's absolutely mental um we need to get some mods for for touchline anyway so we'll do that um but let's talk on Kulisevsky because i actually think despite spurs's scattergun approach to transfers the one thing which we were begging for is okay you've not got your first option please tell us you've got the foresight um and the and the planning in place to have alternative options who can also Mm. of a good standard to come into this team. And Kulisevsky actually looks like um a really good alternative for me. Um, yes, their, their main target was Diaz. Yes, um it's Paitici going from his old going back into his old club, etc. etc. But when we actually look, when we actually break it down, we actually need a right winger, he's a right winger. We want a young player who's got big potential and the the the, the um the ability to go up a couple of gears, he can do that. And he's left footed as well. And he has a deep even though he's not scored many for Juventus, he has a good eye for goal, he's got a really good left foot, and creativity numbers aren't that bad. So I want to ask you all. This is a again, I'm not gonna commit to this because I don't think this is going to happen I don't trust this club but let's say it did happen would you be happy with Kulusevsky um in our front three
0: yeah I think it improves our front three especially for the right hand side very content at at least at least um yeah
2: oh sorry go on go
0: on no I was only going to say like I'll I might even be just trying to clutch at straws with the other failed deal, but really and truly he could even be a better fit for us than what Luis Diaz was, as someone who is comfortable playing on the right, because there was obviously the big question of, okay, why are we signing or going in for Diaz? As elite of a the talent, as an elite of a talent, as he looks, he's essentially going to come in for Son's position, and okay? Son can play on the right at times, fair enough. But Son is someone who's comfortable on the right and can actually get his head up and play a pass and show glimpses of quality is something we've been crying out for, and I think Kulu has it, and I think he can only improve as well. He's just someone who needs consistent game time, and if we can yeah. give it to him, then well, means it should be a, a good signing if we handle it off.
2: Agreed, agreed. I think I think the only sort of the only sort of. Um, grievance with this transfer it's not that I don't want him I think it's more the fact that because he's still so young and he's coming to a, a league that's much tougher than the than the Syria in terms of the physical battles and the sort of intensity in which we play I think where he struggled for goals at Juve those goals will not come so freely straight away but I one thousand percent agree with you that this is a player that's waiting to explode if he's given the right platform and consistent game time in a, a, a position that suits him very well. Um, Yao, what's your what's your take on on Kulusevsky, or Kulu as we're going to call him?
3: Uh, like, young kid, uh, the, the the hype around him, he's got, I'd say, good potential. You know, I, would, I don't want to say high potential. Um, what's good about him is that, yes, he is predominantly uh, left-footed, but likes to cut in um, and has got a very good shot on him, uh, which we've realised in football nowadays is pretty much the the in thing, you know, inverted wingers or uh, forwards. Uh, we have Son on the left-hand side, who's predominantly right-footed, cuts in take shots with his right, but he obviously can use his uh, left. Um, so it would be a good dynamic to have somebody who can do the exact same or relatively the same um, on the right-hand side. And he's young. He's 21. Um, I know people probably want him to hit the ground if he does come. That's a big if. Uh, but essentially, I think I think he... It's a good prospect to go for. Um, I, I just... My whole thing, again, is he, he hasn't really, he's played 20 games this season, but they've been, you know, not starting every single game. You know, it's minutes here, minutes there, um, 60 here, 60 there. So it's clear that, you know, Juve are more using him in a rotational sense because they've got quite a big squad. Makes sense. We should have just gone in for him earlier. That's That's my whole thing. Like I don't think there would have been any fight going in for him earlier. So I don't understand why we've had to wait again to the end of the freaking transfer window for this to happen. But would I be upset if he came to us? No, I'd be I'd be happy, um, to be honest with you.
2: Fair, fair. I think it's unanimous. We we are fans of Kulisewski on this pod, and we would like him to join Spurs. Um, guys, five minutes left just to wrap up, and we have to talk about our midfield. So, we've spoken about uh, Leon, of course, registering their interest in the Celso. We'll see how that develops. Hopefully, we can get them out the door because last week it was Fiorentina, this week it's Leon. Um, PSG with Vendome, will it happen? Won't it happen? We'll find out in the next three days, I guess. Um, but I want to talk about another Juventus midfielder that we've been linked with. Um, Bentancore, Rodrigo Ben Um Aston Villa have had a twenty million pound bid knocked back. Spurs in typical fashion, the brokeys were offering a loan. The Lone Boys. I think we need to call them. we need to them. we need like a nickname for this. What's what's like what the like not Lone Shark, what's lone loan sign, but the Lone Boys
0: are back boys. the Wonga Boys. The Wonga Boys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that brand isn't around anymore, so I don't no, get no, no, copyright. Give me that longer,
2: me that longer. <laughs> But yeah, the, the, the loan boys have, have put in a bid. We've inquired to get him on loan, and Juve, I think they want a flat out sell. Um, can I get both your thoughts on Benton Cole, please, before we round up today's <laughs> pod?
0: Scares me a little bit. This is a guy who was a huge prospect, and. Only 24. I, I wonder why he's not in the team over a Western McKenney, who I don't really rate too highly at the moment either. And uh, Juve would want to get rid of him for something like 15, 20 million um, on the permanent. It scares me a little bit because I haven't given him the eye test in a minute. So I w- it wouldn't be a transfer that excites me because I'd be after someone who's, who's a bit more creative as opposed to someone who would just be part of a functional midfield.
2: Yeah. I think that was my view as well. Um, I like Benton Cole, Um, but we, we've we got we've got too many sort of like deep players, players who want to play deep. Like, of course, we can talk about the obvious technical quality he possesses. But like you said, Spurs, we, we are crying out for a midfielder that can actually take the game by the scruff of its neck and actually give us some immediate quality, in the final third um i've just not really seen enough of Bentacore to, to to hang my hat on this guy and, and say that he will be um a bona fide
3: hit at spurs um yeah what's your view um from what i've seen of him there's nothing really to um uh, run home with uh but I, in my mind he might as well be better than than hoybier cuz that guy is shit yeah, and this is probably the first time you've heard me swear on this uh, pod. But now nah, he is... Seriously, Hojbjerg stinks. Guy's awful. Um, it just came to mind, though, that, you know, seeing us, you know, we're, we're all scrambling and trying to get little deals over the line. Take the money that we, we missed out on for Diaz, give it to Leeds. And tell them we want Rafinha.
2: But guess what, y'all? Guess what? With that, one leads will ask for more, and two, it's three days left in the window. Who are they going to get realistically to replace Rafinha? Uh, he's their top goal scorer. He's their top creator, and they still aren't out of the woods yet. We all we all know they won't get relegated. But the fact, the mere fact that they're closer to the bottom of the table than the top, there's no way they're going to let him go. Give,
3: gives them fifty mil. Give them 50 mil because they need to fix their stadium anyway. Stinks, yeah? So give them 50 mil and tell them that we'll give them two personalised seats from our stadium. How about that? <laughs> yeah, it should get the job over there. Dry stadium. they never accept it. they never ball. accept
2: it. And, right, and rightly so. I, that was the first thing that popped into my head. I said, if Spurs really have 60 million euros, go test Leeds resolve, but they're not going to accept that.
3: No way. Not Listen, this ben to court. Getting ben to Court. Yeah. I know a lot of people ain't gonna be happy to hear this yet. But Hoybjerg is absolutely awful. Yeah, seriously. I've I've not only seen this guy in the oh. stadium. <laughs> yeah, I
2: was gonna go up for the rank.
3: I've I've seen this guy on, on TV, and that guy is he he is god awful. Jesus Christ. I will happily take Bento Court if it means Hoybjerg doesn't see a starting lineup for the rest of the season happily so
2: um okay i think that brings us to a close guys um for those who are watching thank you for tuning in thank you for listening to the pain um i'm sure some of you enjoyed listening to some of that pain especially the liverpool fans f them Coppin man they've been they've been talking a lot they've been doing a lot and i must say i've laughed a heck of a lot at what they're doing because i would be doing the same if i was mm. in their shoes but hey ho the game's the game um if you're listening make sure you are subscribed to all the socials Touchline fracker one word on on twitter make sure you're following that page make sure you're following us as well the new spurs order um look out for um the episode next week as well we're hopefully due to have a special guest with us to actually debrief all of the expected transfer activity
1: yeah
2: <laughs> and look out for um for owen on monday when he's with me at the protest when spurs we'll, we'll discuss the
0: stipulations in the chat yeah and okay, then, yeah,
2: cool. <laughs> we'll <see you> <laughs> those who are still watching make sure you smash like on this video as well and um this is us signing out we'll be back soon yeah owen any last words
3: yeah, Sack Levy. Yeah, Owen. I'll
0: see you in the chat, I guess. Um, and then we'll discuss. <laughs> <some>. <laughs> all right, cool. How cool, we'll navigate cool. these last three days. <laughs> uh,
2: interesting three days coming up. Thank you all for listening and watching. Take care, peace out, and we'll speak next week. <laughs>
1: On debut, Tungay Ongombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips in. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwine has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yeah! Sports Social Podcast Network.